Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. My name is Carrie Fitzgerald and let's dive into it. So in this episode, we are talking about the power of your story, why it's important to share your story, and then how to kind of create your own story and be better equipped to share that with your audience. So this is something that just for context, a little bit of context, I recently went to an event in Nashville. I was one of the roundtable speakers at the Ultimate Product Party event, which is for product-based businesses. And I did my roundtable presentation on how to create your cult-like following. And a lot of this presentation was actually centered around your story, not about like the visibility stuff or not about, you know, blah, 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 like all the stuff about visibility and getting your customers to be obsessed with you. But I kind of went back to the beginning. And when I think of a cult-like brand, at least in the earlier days when these businesses are trying to kind of get some traction, they oftentimes have a cool story. And I'm going to talk about what that looks like and what not to do when thinking about your own story. But I think it's a really important thing that we think about our own story when it comes to our business because with rise in competition, you know, there's more Amazon shops opening, more people are opening Etsy stores, e-commerce in general is booming. It is, there's never been more online stores than today and there's never been more people shopping online than there is today. So it's really important for you to understand, and this is like the big takeaway from this episode, how to stand out against competitors. Number two, how to make people want to buy from you versus Amazon. If you're not concerned about those two things, then we got to get back. We got to get you back on track because those two things are what are going to make or break your business. How to stand out against competitors so people buy you from you and not your competitors. And two, how to stand out against Amazon. You need to be very uber aware of those two things and have an understanding of how you're going to combat those two things. So let's rein it back in. Your story. Your story matters. Your story is powerful. And when I say your story, I mean the founder of the business, the face of the business, you. And you don't have to be, you know, everywhere. It doesn't mean when I say the face of your business, it does not mean that you have to be all over the website everywhere on every social media post. But there is a presence of you integrated into your business. It's not a faceless brand like an Amazon brand. So when I say your story matters, what that means is the story of 
your business? Like, how did it start? What were the early days like? Why did you start the business? So when I say your story, it doesn't mean your entire life story of your whole life. It's really like what happened with your business? How did it start? What transitions in life were you going through that made you want to start this product-based business? Things like that. So basically, I want to just talk about why your story matters, how to create it, and how to share it, essentially. Why your story matters is because when people are shopping around, they're scrolling through social media, they are reading different blog posts, they're listening to podcast episodes, and they're constantly getting hit with advertisements. You know, you go to YouTube to watch a video on something simple and you get hit by all these bro marketers saying, I can help you make $20,000 in one day with drop shipping. You go to TikTok, you get hit with those ads. You go to Instagram and you're getting hit with those cheesy ads about people, you know, make $10 million a day using reels or, you know, start a drop shipping business and make $100 every minute. Like it's it's kind of never ending. So anyway, so we're constantly being hit with all this garbage constantly. And when you can create an emotional connection with with another human, they're more likely to remember you. And they're more likely to become more interested in you and your product, essentially. So the biggest reason why your story matters is it creates a human connection with your customers or your potential customers. It makes people want to support you versus Amazon. And when there's a face and a story to the brand, you become a non-Amazon. And when I say non-Amazon, a non-faceless brand. Amazon is filled with faceless brands, essentially. You go on Amazon, you type in, I want a stainless steel water bottle. You scroll through, you choose one that looks good. You look at reviews, click, click, click. It's on the way to the, it's on the way to you. You don't care what brand it's from. There's no brand, anything like you don't care. You just want to get the first product. And we want to, we want to make people not do that when it comes to you. Like we want people to be doing research and figure out what product, you know, they want to buy. And then when they're like, okay, I want to buy a stainless steel water bottle. And they're looking up all these different brands and they come across you and they read a little bit of your story and they instantly develop a connection with you, an emotional connection That's when you get people that one little emotional connection is when you when they zap when you are zapping them. And now they're more invested in you and they're going to buy from you. And I'm going to share a couple stories of how that's actually happened to me two different times unexpectedly and why I supported this company versus other people. So anyway, so that's why your story matters. It creates humanized connections. It gets people to buy from you versus Amazon versus competitors. And you become a non-faceless brand. You, you're an actual human who's selling products. You're not just this like robot sitting behind a screen or something. And again, when it comes to your story, it's really like this snippet, a little snippet of information that can create a connection with a potential customer or your customers too when someone's reading share it shares a little bit about it could be a few different ways you can do this but i like i want to keep it simple for today because i know i've done a few presentations over the last 4 months on creating cult like brand and talking about your story and i and it's 
it's interesting to me, and I always, I'm always paying attention to questions. What are, what questions are people asking? Where are people getting stuck on things? And this has actually become something that a lot of people have been asking a lot of questions on. Well, how do I create my story? My story's boring. What do I talk about? Do I talk about my whole life story? And so I'm realizing more and more that this is not something that's very intuitive to people and that I need to be giving you some resources on how to think about this. So I'm in the process of coming up with a couple of fun little workshop ideas. Don't you worry. Um, But for now, let's just keep it simple. So your story is like this snippet that we can just pull together. And I want you to just kind of, before we dive into, you know, my, my examples of the stories and like, you know, where to share yours and all that, I just want to kind of walk through quickly with you how to think about coming up with your own story. So what you want to think about is, and I want to preface this by saying you don't need some crazy story. Like one thing that's kind of really starting to annoy me is I hear the same story now all the time from all these founders. Like, oh, I had $300 in my bank account. I'm sorry. No, they didn't have $300. I had $10 in my bank account. And so I decided to start this X, Y, and Z business. And now I'm a millionaire and I'm making millions and buy my course. It's kind of always the same story. I want to just remind you that one, stop copying everyone else's stories. You know, when people hear the same boring, bland story, it feels very stale. It feels not genuine and it just feels fake. Like it feels fucking fake. And I'm hearing the same, like I was almost homeless and then I decided to start this hair scrunchie business or, you know, I had $5 in my bank account and I was about to be evicted from my apartment and this happened. We don't need these rags to riches, crazy stories. Like I'm not, and I'm not trying to discredit that if that actually happened to someone. But I have, I'm having a hard time believing that that same story just happens to everyone. Like, I don't know a single person that has that specific story, but I keep hearing it when I'm watching a YouTube video or I'm checking out this other course creator's story and this and this. Like, And I think it's because they want you to feel like you could hit this rock bottom state, but, but you can also start your e-commerce business today with no money if you do my dropshipping course. And they're always trying to sell you something, you know, and like I'm trying to sell you my programs too. But I also feel like when I'm listening to uh, watching a YouTube video or like getting hit with an, an Instagram ad, it's kind of always the same thing. And I just want to remind you that you don't have to have that kind of dramatic, like I was homeless or I was sleeping on the person's couch for three years. And like I was living in, I don't know, squalor, like we don't need to have those stories. So I just want to remind you, your story is interesting, whatever it is, you don't need to fabricate someone else's, you don't need to copy someone else's. And coming up with some fake story doesn't serve you. It really doesn't, you know, it becomes un, it becomes just not believable. So and the second thing I want to mention is your story is interesting and unique because it only happened to you. Rarely do you hear besides these fake ones, like two stories that are exactly the same. And the biggest thing that you want to kind of think about is if you don't know what your story is. So it could be that you had a corporate career for for 15 years and then you became a single parent and suddenly you just lost all of your time and you didn't have help anymore and you had to create a schedule that was flexible for you. And so you started 
make I, I don't know why I keep using hair scrunchies. I'm just going to go with the hair scrunchie thing because I keep using the word hair scrunchies. You decided that you wanted you love scrunchies and you have different fun scrunchies and you always sleep with scrunchies and you're like, I want to start a scrunchie brand. And so you start looking at manufacturers, you find a couple people in the US and you start I'm going to I'm going to start building a little Shopify website and you just start doing it. And wow, it's working. You're selling stuff. You're making money. And then all of a sudden you develop these other systems that you can scale the business and you're making so much money that you no longer have to work full time anymore. That's a cool story. You know, it doesn't have to be some, I was homeless and I only had $5 in my bank account and I used my $5 I had to start my Shopify store. It just, that, that kind of stuff just feels fake. I don't know. I just don't like that story because I think it's fake. So I'm just going to say that. And if that's your story, I'm so sorry. I just think other people are fabricating. So so that's just a quick example of how you could come up with a story or one thing that happens. And, and the other thing, too, is no one just starts a business because they're bored. There's a reason you started your business, whether you're making soaps, whether you are selling scrunchies, or whether you're manufacturing dog bandanas from overseas, there's some reason that you wanted to start something of your own. And it's your job to figure out what that reason is and then make, not make up, but curate a story that goes along with it. So for, for me and my story, essentially, I had, you know, graduated college spent years of my life traveling and kind of being like a nomad in some capacity. I studied abroad in London my last semester of college and it totally changed my life. And then all of a sudden, all I wanted to do was travel and I wanted to actually work in the film industry. And long story short, I ended up going to graduate school and wanted to work in international education. And then I ended up getting a job working in international education, selling programs for Americans to study abroad in like London and, you know, Florence and things like that. And then I ended up getting a different job in international education where I did the opposite. I actually recruited international students to come and study in the U.S. And so I did that for many years, got to travel the whole world. It was like a dream job for me. And then I transitioned out of that. I had a child and I wanted to do something different. I went through a really hard time after having a child. And in hindsight, my story is I went through a really challenging postpartum thing. And I wanted to get control back in my life. And so this idea popped into my head to start this dog subscription box business. And I did. I started it. I thought about it for a couple of days. And a week later, I was sitting at a Starbucks in Southern California working on my logo. But my story is going to be different than some other person's story, you know? So you just have to kind of think back at that time. Why did you start the business? Were there any interesting things happening in life that made you want to start something on your own? Everybody has something different. Or a lot of people have a problem in their life and their product, the product business that they start, solved their pain point at the time. So another friend I have who is a coaching client, she had a baby. I don't know if it was her first or second. And I believe her son had really bad skin issues or eczema. And she started researching the products that she was putting on her kid and realized, wow, all this products that I'm putting on my kid are filled with all this garbage. So I'm going to start my own skincare brand. And she did. 
she started her skincare brand and she still has it and I love it. I'm not going to say names because I'm just trying to keep people's stories, you know, to themselves. But that's an awesome story because it's a real thing that happened to her. It's a She was having a real problem in her own life and she decided to create a product to solve that problem. So that's going to be a lot of stories that you might be able to come up with for yourself because you oftentimes will start a product based on a need that is was yours. So that's all you have to do. And then you kind of craft that together. You could take snippets of what did you do before the business? So corp, like I was a 10-year corporate veteran in international education and travel nomad traveling the world turned uh, product base, you know, pet industry, subscription box owner, blah, blah, blah. So that's really all it is. It's nothing crazy here. It's nothing... You don't have to have some lavish, crazy story. And I'm and I I've said this on a different episode, but I want to repeat myself one more time. And you know, like the Jenna Kutcher story. I feel like we've heard her story 700 million times. She repeats herself every time, everywhere. And I'm pretty sure it's also in her podcast intro. So every podcast episode, you are reminded of her story. And I want to use this as, as an example because I know a lot of people listen to her podcast that are listening here. She constantly is reminding you of her story almost every single time. I bought a $300 camera from Craigslist and turned it into a blank 10-figure, eight-figure, whatever the hell figure her, her business is. I turned into an eight-figure empire, and I can teach you how to do the same thing. You know, it. I've heard that story so many times. <laughs> I'm not trying to say anything bad about her story. I'm just saying... The story is like dramatic and like ugh, I turned a $300 I bought a $300 Craigslist camera taught myself photography and now I'm doing all these incredible things and you know blah blah blah. So my point here is like she's curated her story. She obviously with the help of probably a PR team, but she shares that story all the time everywhere. If you go to her website, it'll be plastered everywhere. Why are you not doing the same thing? You know, why is your story so boring, yet her $300 Craigslist camera one is so interesting and unique? It's really not. It's just she's taken something that happened in her life and she's curated into this kind of interesting little story. You know, so you have to kind of take what happened with you and maybe maneuver it. It's all about marketing. It's all about branding. It's how do you make something sound a little bit more interesting or attractive, that's what your job is to do after this episode. I want you to really think back to your own brand story. And again, how can we share a little bit about you, your story, a little bit about your previous life? What were you doing before you started the business? I love comparisons of before and after. So before I was blah, blah, blah. And I decided because of blah, 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 I wanted to start this skincare brand, pet brand, dog bandana brand, scrunchie business. And be, and then you can share why. And again, this is all in a couple paragraphs. This is not meant to be like a three-page blog. It's meant to be a, a short snippet of information. So who were you before? Why did you start this business? If there's any interesting things that come along with that. And then I always love to know a little bit of the human. So I'm a mom of two and I live in Southern California. And I'm obsessed with margaritas 
golden doodles and champagne or whatever it is. Like just sharing a little bit that humanizes you. So you, and those are the relatable things that like an average person would read and be like, oh, cool. I love dog walking. I love margaritas. I love champagne. It's all about creating connection. That's the biggest takeaway here is your story humanizes you, humanizes the brand, and it creates connection with people. So when they read that, they're like, oh, my God, that's so cool. She went through the same struggle I went through. And she loves chocolate chip ice cream. Like, we're basically best friends. So that's kind of what you want to do, what you want to think about when you're creating your story. And then the last part of this is sharing your story. So it's not enough just to have a – now that you've crafted it together. So you literally get out a pen and paper, get your Google Doc and start writing stuff out. And I want you to come up with a couple paragraphs of information that becomes your story. So then there's a few places that you want to be sharing this. And then it's like an ongoing sharing. So one, this should be on your website. On your homepage, there should be a snippet at the bottom that has a picture of you and then a block of text. And then this is a snippet. This is the snippet part. Your about page on the website can have a lot more information, but this should just be a snippet of information on the homepage and it should be more towards the bottom. And this could just be anything. And I'm trying to think off the top of my head of some examples I could share with you and I'm not thinking of any off the cuff, but it can be a little uh, like a statement at the top that just, it's almost like a, it pulls you in to read more. So I created this brand to blah, blah, blah. I created this brand because blah, 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 you know, something like that, like a one-liner. And then it could be just be a paragraph like, hey, Susan here, um, I created this skincare brand because I wanted moms to be confident about the products they're putting on their child's skin. I love pizza and tacos, and you can read more about my story by clicking below. And then you click the button, and it brings you to the About page. And that's where you can go deeper. That's where you can really share more about your why. Why did you start the business? How did, How is it going for you? Not really how is it going, sorry. Um, why did you start the business? A little bit more about personal stuff if you want to share. You do not have to share anything that you don't want to. But I, I love when people share a little bit about what they did before, and then a little bit of personal things. So like I live in South Dakota, and one of my favorite things in the world to do is go to Alaska every summer and go see grizzly bears. It doesn't matter what it is. And all the things that you think are boring are the exact things that other people are like, oh, that's so interesting. Or like, oh my God, she's so freaking cool. I want to go see grizzly bears in Alaska or like I want to know more about this person because she seems super interesting. So I want you to get out of your head all the objections that you're probably saying to yourself right now. My story's boring. People don't care. And why should I do this? If you're super private and you're you're thinking, I don't want people to know any information about me, just keep it simple. You don't have to say where you live. You don't have to tell everyone. You don't have to show pictures of your kids or your family. You can give people the bare bones, you know, your name, maybe what state you live in or the region of the country you live in. And you could share a couple things about what you like to do for fun or some like personality things or something like that. So you don't have to go super deep. But sharing about why you started the business, I think, is the most important part of the story. And that's what makes your story in terms of a brand. It's not about your whole life, but it's about 
snippets of your life before. Who were you before? Why did you start the business? And it's really fun to look at like the before and after of those things. You know, why did you start? What were you doing? And that kind of thing. So I love, love, love the like I'm thinking of another person of mine right now. She's someone who she's in. I think she's in two of my one of my programs. I think she's in the e-commerce society membership program. But she is like more of a science person and she's getting a PhD in something with science, like, I don't know, something science-y. But then she also has this handmade business where she creates these handmade knit products. And it's so cool. So someone like that, when you, when you read her story, you're just like, oh, my God, that is so freaking cool because you wouldn't think she's also this like mad scientist in the background. So that's what makes your story special. And also people remember stories. People will always remember the stories. So anyway, so let's get back to how to share yours. So one, your website homepage. Two, your homepage at the bottom of the – sorry, your website homepage at the bottom, your website about us page. And then things like, you know, Instagram. Instagram is a really easy place to share your story. And you can create a highlight and then have a couple stories where you talk about your story. And that's it. You share it there. You save it as a highlight. And another thing that you can do is if you do podcast interviews, that's a great place to share your story. So a lot of places to share, but you have to kind of have that story at the forefront. One other idea about sharing your story that I really appreciate is when I get a package in the mail and there's an insert that has a picture of the person's face and just a little bit about the story. I started my business because blah, blah, blah. I live in Oklahoma and I have three dogs and I'm obsessed with iced coffee and champagne or something. So just something like fun and silly, but we learn a little bit about the person and a little bit of where they're from, but we see their face. And the other thing too, and I'm a firm believer in this, is that when you have when you send someone an insert with the product in the mail and there's a picture of yourself, that person is less likely to leave a bad review or send you a nasty email if there's a problem because they've now seen your face. You actually become a human now, where before you're a faceless brand. They have no connection with you. They have no idea who the hell is sent sent the product to them. But when there's a picture of you and you're like, hey, I made this product just for you. Thank you for ordering. We love. Thank you for keeping our small business alive or something. It humanizes your business and you become a non-Amazon, the non-faceless brand. So another great reason to share your story and just show your face, even if it's just a little bit. So Anyway, and then I just want to talk about one more thing when it comes to coming up with your story. Another part of your story could be how your product business has come together. So it depends on what the product business is, and it depends on like the situations of what happened with it. But if your product business is something where you, let's say, let's look at like a skincare company, for example, you invested $10,000 of your own money, you were determined to create a bubble bath. I'm just using a very made-up example. But you wanted to create a bubble bath that was the most bubbly bubble bath that has ever existed. Like, you're determined to do this. You love baths. Baths are part of your self-care. You love them. But you're having a really hard time finding a bubble bath that gives you really good bubbles that stay in the water that don't just dissolve. So you're on a mission 
to create the first ever long-lasting bubble bath. So you get to work, you take $10,000 of your own money, or you sell your stocks from the company you work at to get $10,000. You work with um, a manufacturer, you get the R&D going, you get stuff tested, and you come out with this dope product that is the most long-lasting bubble bath ever created. And you launch this business and you do a Kickstarter campaign and you get funding and cool things happen to get this business up and running. And then after a year, you know, you're making $400,000 and you're in, you're in 300 stores across the country and you've been featured in all these different articles. That right there is also a really cool way to represent your story. So it doesn't always have to be you know, who you were before and why you started it. But it could be a snippet of why you started it. What was the problem that you were having? Like for the bubble bath example, you couldn't find a long lasting bubble bath. So you wanted to create it on your own because you love bubble baths and bath time is self-care for you and you just really like it. So you created your own and you, you know, cool things happen. You got funding, you found a cool manufacturer and you just were determined to make this happen. And now after a year, Your product is in 300 stores. You've been featured in Vogue and Real Simple and this magazine. And Kylie Jenner just posted your product on her Instagram or something. So you can kind of develop your story as you go in your business as well. And what I love is when people do Instagram Reels or TikTok videos about their story, but they do it in in video or using images and text or images and voiceover where they just show people the transformation of before, during, 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 and then some other transformation that's happened over the course of a year or two years or whatever it is. That stuff is so powerful. I know this happened to me when I watched a video. So I'm really, I'm pretty obsessed with Poppy. I'm going to, I'm going to admit that. Poppy the drink. It started off with just me making videos of, wow, this branding on Poppy is freaking awesome. But I'm sure their drink tastes like garbage because I can't imagine a drink with apple cider vinegar tasting good. But I tried it and I was like, it actually is pretty good. And the more I learned about the brand and just have dug into what they're doing, I'm a little obsessed. I think they're amazing. And now I love the product. I buy the rose, I think it's rose raspberry. I buy that all the time. (laughs) I always drink it. But what kind of got me one day was I was, I think I was on TikTok, maybe, maybe Instagram, I forget. And I saw a video of the founder and her story. So it's founded by a woman and her husband. I think she was more of like the founder. I think it was her idea more. And they, they, and she, they were on Shark Tank. Okay. So obviously getting on Shark Tank is going to just help your business a little bit because she did get a deal with one of the sharks. But it talks about how she was on Shark Tank and this, the history of her brand. And her the story is kind of interesting. It's one of those stories that you hear and you're just like, that's not real. That didn't happen. So her story from the, from what I remember is she had some issues with gut health or something. I don't know. And so she created, again, it's always a lot of people's stories of product are problems that they went through and they wanted to create a solution for it. Because if it happened to me, it happened to other people. And that's the poppy story. She had some sort of uh, stomach issue or gut issue or something. And so she tried to create her own pro prebiotic drink using apple cider vinegar that I believe didn't exist before. Don't quote me on that. 
because th- there may have been. I have no idea. And then she basically concocted something and then started selling it at farmer's markets as a different brand name. It was not Poppy. Poppy was part of their rebrand. And Whole Foods (laughs) – this is why I love these stories. They're so ridiculous. Sometimes you're just like, did that really happen? That doesn't feel believable. But these are the stories that you hear and and then it makes – it – encourages other people to start their business because if Poppy could do it, then I can do it too. So I love it. I love it. I'm here for this story. It just sounds unrealistic because it it sounds so hard to believe. Does that make sense? I'm going to share with you. And then I want you to know, send me a message on Instagram if that story is hard to believe because it's just so awesome. It's an awesome story. So I'm not saying it in a rude way. It's just such a, it's like the dream story that you want. So they started selling it at farmer's markets, I think, for like two weeks. And then apparently a buyer from Whole Foods stopped, tried their drink, and they said, we want you to be in Whole Foods. And then they got into Whole Foods. Like, what? (laughs) How does that just happen? You know, that's like the dream. That is the dream for everyone. They want to be in Whole Foods. And they want to start their business for three seconds and then be in Whole Foods. So it's a good story. And then they were on Shark Tank and they rebranded and blah, blah, blah. So it's a really good story. But when I heard that story, that's really when I started to pay attention to them. Because, again, they went from a faceless brand into, oh, there's an actual human behind that. And now I can see her face. And now I see her husband's face. And I saw she went through an issue with her health. And that's why that's the development of Poppy. So it truly does change your mindset on a company. And makes you want to support them. And I know I was going to share two examples of stories and how they change, how they turned me into someone who is more interested in buying from them. And I'm just going to do it really quickly. So the first one is Kodiak Cakes. So Kodiak Cakes are a brand that they're a protein, like protein pancakes. So high protein pancakes and waffles. You can mix it with water and you can make it into pancakes or waffles. So I've purchased from them for years, never thought twice about who they were, who's the founder, whatever, I could have cared less. And I think oftentimes it's because I've purchased this product from the grocery store or Costco. And I'm such an advocate of small business and smaller business and female-owned businesses. So when I buy something from Costco, in my brain, they just become like a faceless brand. Like, I don't care about you, (laughs) which which is interesting. But anyway, but one day I was like looking at the the packaging and I thought, you know, their packaging is really cute. There's a cute bear on the package. I'm kind of curious, like, what is their story? Who Who's the founder of the business? And so I took the time. I went to the website and pleasantly surprised their website was amazing and beautiful. And I started reading about their mission and their vision for the business and the founders of the company and all this kind of cool stuff. But then the thing that really got me was their conservation efforts. They donate sales and profit to help bears, polar bears, grizzly bears, et cetera. And when I was reading about that stuff, that is when something in my brain instantly went from I could care less about Kodiak cakes, I could give a shit about them, to, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. I need to support these people now. It was an instant connection. Instant. 
And that's what that's what you want your story to do. So so for them, it wasn't necessarily the story, but it was like the bigger picture of their business and how part of their brand and their um, purpose is to blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to like repeat what their purpose or mission is because it's not in front of me. And I honest, quite honestly forget what it is. But the fact that they donate a portion of sales to help bears, something that I really care about that's important to me. That is part of their story, 100%. It's part of the brand and their brand values and their mission, their story and all that. So it's kind of all-encompassing, I think. But when when some, when some a consumer finds those small things, that's when they form an emotional connection with you. And they'll buy from you versus Amazon. And they'll remember your story. Those things are super memorable. All right, my friends, that is it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And I would love for you to work on your own story. And if you don't have one, you're not sure what your story is, send me a message on Instagram and I can give you a couple pointers. But in the meantime, I'm going to be, I think we're going to create some kind of a workshop or something around how to craft your story and why it's powerful. Because I believe your story is one of the deciding factors that's going to make someone buy from you and not your competitors and not Amazon. So it's very important. All right, my friends, I will see you in next week's episode. See you later. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple podcast and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.